Welcome to week 12 DFS slash fun sports. Matt Burt with you here. Nick Whitelaw's hey, always. Hey. Eddie's on holiday. So it'll be just us two today. Super excited for this show um, because it is a, a little bit of me having a little bit more cash to spend with this <laughs> upcoming week in fantasy. Um, and excited just to bring you all the good picks from last week that we had. I think yeah. we were on fire. Like, who, who we, did we pick we, last week? Who did we call? I I know, you know, off the top of my head, um, I know Keenan Allen was one for sure. Um, that was our gold play. Um, and obviously, Dalvin Cook did well. Uh, that was our platinum. Justin Jefferson did really well, too. Um, and obviously, Thielen. So, you know, Thielen's our guy especially in year-long fantasy, but I thought we did really well, especially with that Vikings call. You know, those guys went off. Even though they lost the game, they still went off. Um, I know Michael Thomas did really well. Um, that was a great call. Taysom Hill, obviously, but everyone had Taysom Hill. So, But still, um, I know Carolina D was the best call because I feel like you had to have that D uh, if you wanted to win because they were so cheap and got just as much as the Browns defense. I would say three points below uh, from that Sunday slate. So I thought that was a phenomenal call too. Yeah, I think overall we did a really great job of our um, of our calls. Yeah, um, and then uh, to point it out, speaking of doing a good job, I know we had a great win two weeks ago, but we had a great win last week. Matt's lineup finished seventh out of 25,000. We don't need to disclose the actual cash amount, but Matt, I wanted you to take us through this lineup that you created and why you thought it was so successful. Well, I, I mean, it all goes back to game theory. So um, we knew that Taysom Hill was going to be uh, a great player, right? We knew he was going to be the chalk. We knew um, a lot of stuff. So uh, in this particular lineup, um, I'll read off the lineup. I stacked, um, I gotta go. I gotta go through all these entries to go and find this. Um, I, I know for sure it's your Herbert I, lineup. I stacked. I stacked uh, Herbert, who went off for three touchdowns with Derrick Henry. So that one where he ran, um, he ran and and got into the end zone uh, very late in the game. It was really really late. So that helped me a ton because he didn't have a touchdown up to that point. Um, but he, uh, was in my lineup, Mike Davis, who did pretty well, but the, the difference between mine and, uh, others is this up, you know, this week we saw on Thursday, uh, the coming of, um, of Gibson. So he yep. really showed out and he showed out the week before and he scored one more point and was a thousand less than Mike Davis. So that's where. The lineup really kind of went wrong, um, but the correct stack uh, and Allen and Mike Williams, C.D. Lamb, uh, because of that $1,000, I couldn't go up to Adam Thielen. Um, and so Taysom Hill and Michael Thomas uh, rounded out with the Carolina Panthers defense. So it was a pretty good lineup, but the, the reason why it was a good lineup was because of the correlation. You had Mike Davis and Carolina Panthers. You had Taysom Hill and Michael Thomas. Uh, you had... I mean, C.D. Lamb in a game that was really, really high scoring um, and featured a lot of high fantasy players. So uh, that's a little bit about 
my lineups, but uh, yeah. we want to move into the winning lineups this week. So yeah, um, let's think about how we can correlate some of these games and some of these players. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, quarterbacks, right? Uh, Matt, right now mm-hmm. out of the slate and the players you're looking at, who do you think is going to be the chalk for this week? All right, let's get into it. So the chalk this week most likely will be uh, Herbert again. Mm. And then Josh Allen I could see as the chalk. But it also features a Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes. Those are two that usually get get enough um, ownership on them. As far as that, I just think those top four are going to be the chalk quarterbacks. Mm. I'm not sure about the rest. I think that people aren't going to play Taysom Hill, but they definitely should. They should should play Taysom Hill. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like Taysom Hill a lot. Um, I think, you know, his legs really help him when it comes to fantasy, especially against Denver. Denver gives up the 17th most points to opposing quarterbacks. So I think he's a good shot. I think Taysom Hill's getting ready. He's getting comfortable. And I think he did a phenomenal job. I'm so happy Sean Payton started him because he's been with that team for I don't know how long. Jameis Winston just got there. I think, you know, the teammates and his players really came together against that Atlanta team, and they did a really good job. Um, another thing I wanted to point out from last week, it, we were talking about Herbert. The other the two rookie quarterbacks, Tua and Joe Burrow, sadly, at least with Joe Burrow, is going to be gone. So we won't see him in any more slates, which sucks, because he's a really fun player to watch. And who knows gonna be, what's going to be going on with Tua? Um, do we think Fitz is going to get the start and two is going to take a back seat? You know, what if Fitz gets the start and looking that he will? Matt, do you play Ryan Fitzpatrick in this matchup? I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is definitely playable uh, this week. I, I like him to uh, um, Devontae Parker. I think that those two have a chemistry that, you know, is unmatched. Um, and I think that though we kind of see, we see a little bit of a, um, we see a little bit of a variance between, uh, him and, uh, Fitzpatrick, you know, I I think we're going to ultimately see it be a very fruitful relationship for, um, for Devontae Parker. Yeah, I agree. Especially with Preston Williams out. But other than that, I mean, like, I don't really like all the other Dolphins. Um, yeah. I think that um, you could play Sal uh, – I can't even Ahmed. never say his name. Uh, you could play Ahmed, right? You could play him, and you should be pretty, you know, happy that you can. But um, other than him, you know, I, I really don't see very much else on this team that I'm looking at and, and getting excited about besides – uh, Devontae and, and Fitzpatrick. The one thing I would be really excited about, because they're saying two is questionable with a thumb injury. He was limited in practice. If he decides to get the start, which, you know, they want to start Tua, they want to make sure, you know, he's in a good position. He's 6,800 playing against the Jets. I think that's a smash spot uh, for Tua um, if he were to start. Fitz is a little higher. He's 74. So that's definitely something to look out for. Um, going through these quarterbacks, I, I know we were talking about Mahomes is probably going to be chalk. Tom Brady's probably possibly going to be chalk. I'm not sure if that's a definite, but I really like that matchup. 
you know, young versus old. Tom Brady has something to prove against the young Patrick Mahomes, right? And Patrick Mahomes has something to prove against the GOAT, Tom Brady. So it's like, yeah, I really think both quarterbacks are going to really show out in that matchup. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And Tampa Bay is going to push the pedal to the metal. They need some wins. They've lost some pretty close games recently. So they really need to get out a win. Kansas City needs to sustain their 9-1 and record. So I really, really like that matchup. I think both quarterbacks are going to show out. Uh, what, what do you think, Matt? I know you've been a Tom Brady guy before, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it probably will be Tom Brady time. Uh, I do like Chris Godwin um, or whoever's not going to be on the side of the ball of um, uh, uh, whoever's not on the side of the ball of um, Tyron Matthews. Mm-hmm. So I think that there is some, some capability for you to make some stacks with Tom Brady, and he has such weapons. It's just tough to nail down. Mm-hmm what weapons are the ones that you want to play, which ones are kind of the ones that you want to stay away from. Mm -hmm. So I think for that reason, I'm probably going to make a Tampa Bay stack, but I don't think it's going to be my preferred stack. Um, Just when you look at it on paper, right, this game is going to be the marquee matchup of the week. It's Tom Brady versus Holmes. Everyone's going to watch it. And usually those matchups draw the most ownership because people are like, I want to play people in this game. I want to see it. I want to watch. I want to watch my fantasy players. And that usually is a trap to me. So although I'm going to be watching this game for me to say, hey, I'm going to be really excited about playing, um, you know, chalky individuals in this game. I uh, I don't think I'm, I'm really interested. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know who a guy that I think and I am really, really interested in this weekend is Derek Carr. I don't know if I took him from you, but I really like their matchup he's in. He's playing at Atlanta. He has never played. If you look at his game log, he has not played against a team with a passing defense ranked above 18th. So he's played against very tough passing defenses his whole season. Atlanta is now categorized as the worst, the 32nd points to opposing quarterbacks. So I think Derek Carr is going to be in a great spot, and I think he can do really, really well. And then you flip it to the opposite side of Matt Ryan. I think that's going to be another high-scoring game. I know Las Vegas showed their defense, but they did give up a ton of points to Kansas City. Yes, it's Kansas City, but I still think Matt Ryan can do really well in this spot. Yeah, I think he could do really well. Um, I'm interested in, in Matt Ryan, um, but I think Derek Carr, you kind of nailed it on the head. Um, anyone against Atlanta, that's been the rule yeah. this season. That's what we've been playing. That's what we've been doing. So uh, let's continue that trend um, into some you know cold, hard cash. So uh, I, I think I really like um, your play this week. And I will say that that probably was going to be my favorite yeah. stack. Um, and I would put him preferably with uh, Waller. And um, that's, the, that's the problem. I mean, you can go and play Aguilar. That's fine. Um, he's, he's going to be uh, one of those guys that's either really hot. Yeah, he's going to be a boomer bust so player for sure. You got, 
he's a boomer bust. So it's either him or Ruggs, who's also, you know, he's been a lot more bust this yep. year than boom, but still it's, it's worth, you know, looking at um, for sure. Yep. So for those two reasons, I think I like Derek Carr. Um, my favorite quarterback this week is probably going to be uh, Cam Newton mm. in a game where they're going to have to score. Um, I don't like, you know, the, you know, the correlation aspect is, okay, so how are you going to correlate wide receivers with Newton? Well, I mean, like you can go and try Jacoby Meyer, even though he failed last week or, or bird, you yeah. know, even though he was the one that was last week's big winner. There's going to be so one. I have to me, yeah, there's going to be one for sure. You, we just don't know yeah, who, exactly. you know, we, we don't know who is going to be the one that is going to be getting the ball and uh, dictating the pace over there. But I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, whoever you pick in that game, it's going to be, you're going to have to run it back with someone. Um, so run it back with someone that you're going to like. Yeah, it's going to be Arizona's passing offense or passing defense, especially when it comes to the corners. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, if Stephon Gilmore comes back on D-Hop. That's going to be really cool to see. I, I love those matchups. Two very, very good players. So, And I think they're going to get the ball more to D-Hop because we saw against Seattle, they were not doing anything for him. After that massive catch, I'm so confused because he's so good. <laughs> and they weren't even looking to throw the ball to him. I think that was a big part of why they lost the ball game. So I, I think I expect him to get more involved, even with a tough matchup too. Yeah. I, I expect him to uh, get some sort of Patrick Peterson treatment yeah. too. Um, and and so that kind of is something to, to be wary about, but uh, it's not going to drive me away from playing single, single yeah. people um, at quarterback or playing the, the, well, I forgot the term. I heard the, the term uh, for only playing a quarterback. Um, but that's something that I would be interested in yeah. is playing Cam Newton himself, and, and yeah. seeing ways that you can, yeah. And seeing ways how you can get creative and you could honestly do the same thing with Kyler Murray. You can, yeah. you can play Kyler Murray and you should be pretty happy about uh, what you can get, but you definitely are going to want to play him with a, um, with the Hopkins, like why would why would you not you know yeah so um, and yeah I, I definitely i think for yeah, that reason i, I agree to that point yeah. and when we're talking about just playing only qb make sure the qb that you're playing does not have a ton of significant weapons or that one weapon has been taken out or is going to have a very hard matchup that that would i feel would be the best time to play a qb by themselves um I need to get your take on this because, like I said, I am the Giants guy. You know, what I say sometimes can be biased, but I want to make sure you're on the same page with me, Matt, is Daniel Jones against Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati's a little broken right now, obviously. And I think New York's offense is the part that struggles the most when it comes to that. Um, when they go up against a poor defense, you know, I think Daniel Jones has some room to grow and some – room to shine in that situation. What do you think about Daniel Jones 7-2 against Cincy? I think it's it's going to be very contrarian. Mm. Um, I don't think very many people are going to, you know, go over the moon and say, yeah, I'm playing Daniel <laughs> Jones. So I think you're going to see him be relatively low-owned. 
um, you're definitely going to be in the minority there of people that are going yeah, to only Giants fans will be so, right. <laughs> you get the Giants exactly, fans on Fandu. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So if for that reason, I'm kind of um, I'm gonna say that I am not really interested mm-hmm. in playing Daniel Jones, but uh, you can mm-hmm. play him, and he will be probably I'm guessing in the low three yeah. percent yeah. ownership. So that's kind of my my whole thinking on that Love it. um but hey exactly that's the whole thing of daily fantasy you never know sometimes you never know man. so speaking of you never know you want to move on to running backs and i know we're looking at you know christian caffrey's doubtful again i got oh I got we're moving back other. we're taking a I got back taking one a <laughs> i got one yeah we're one last little bit of information that is kind of useful. Um, and I think it's worth noting that I am really interested in doing this, but uh, it's a definite super GPP. Hey, that's flyer. what we're here for. Um, and as- assuming that Teddy Bridgewater is back, he is. I really like Teddy Bridgewater. This yes. He is back this week. So I really like Teddy Bridgewater to come back and, and be productive like, he he usually is, yeah. and and I, I I think him that's a good stack to do, um, so that you can uh, you can go in and play that. I think he would be really good to do with Robbie Anderson and um, DJ Moore. Well, one of those. Three I, wide so what I've been yeah, seeing recently, I know Robbie Anderson has been the guy when it comes to passing, but I honestly I don't know if it was PJ Walker or you know, the certain game situation, but I feel like they're leaning a little more towards DJ Moore now. I know it was Robbie Anderson, especially when matchups aren't there uh, for the defensive team. Uh, I've seen them hit DJ Moore a little bit. Uh, I think that could be a good little contrarian play because we know everyone can be on Robbie Anderson. They love Robbie Anderson, what's not to love. But I think the last three games, the last two games, you know, four receptions, 96 yards, seven receptions, 127 yards and then 18 targets in both those games combined. So, you know what? I think he's on a little hot streak. Do we keep that up? I don't know. So that's going to be something to look out for when you're figuring out, hey, if you do stack Teddy Bridgewater, are you going to play DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson? Or even Curtis Samuel, because he's been going off too. So that's another tough one to figure out. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, tough to figure out um and you're definitely going to have to look at it and think okay uh where am i going to find this kind of uh you know where am i going to yep. find this kind of a stack and and i think it it comes down to those two that Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore and you should just go from there i know Curtis Samuel has been interesting um and that's only because uh you have seen you know, Christian McCaffrey be out. And if Christian McCaffrey is out, then you look at it and then you look at Curtis Samuel because they're going to go to, you know, not your typical backs there. Yep. So, um, which McCaffrey should be out again. Uh, yeah, McCaffrey should be out. He's doubtful. Um, so for me, I, I really like to say, um, I'd really like to say that I'd like Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'd really like to say that I, I like him enough to to play him for sure. But 
at the same time, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's out. Well, uh, McCaffrey so for that reason, Curtis Samuel is in play with an AC. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say he's out. One hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's out. I think we are. We're kind of. Um, I think we're gonna say <laughs> that he's out for sure. Um, and so for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm out. I'm out on anyone. For that else, reason, you know, I'm out. Yeah, it's a shark tank. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. But for yeah, for that reason, I'm not going to play anyone really that is not Robbie Anderson. DJ Moore. Or, yep. Um, DJ Moore. So, so speaking of McCaffrey, I like Curtis Samuel though as yeah. a one-off. If you need a a leverage uh, of- play that's you know you need some cash or you don't have a lot of cash, uh, he's a good spot. Fifty-nine, good spot. Yeah, he for sure is. Um, and I think people are going to need that kind of a leverage uh, to try and and figure out where where am I going to go with this? You know, where am I going to go with my lineups? Uh, I think, you know, you should kind of take it with a grain of salt about these Panthers. But I think that they are in play for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, now you have any more quarterbacks in that? Or you think we could be – we're all good no, I'm right. past the finish line? No, we are all – we're all ready. Let's Love get it. That, let's get it moving because, yeah, I, I I made my bit on on why I am semi-interested in doing uh, Panthers Love football. It. So, okay, you know, we got Dalvin Cook again at 11,000. I think that's going to be probably – you know, a play where they're going to need him, speaking on the other side of the ball. I know we didn't really talk about Kirk Cousins much, but I do think that Dalvin Cook is going to have a significant role in the Carolina against the Carolina pass or run defense. Um, at 11,000, that's going to be a tough play. Uh, Matt, you know, do you see Dalvin Cook at 11,000? You know, what are you seeing? Uh, I do like Dalvin Cook at 11,000. I, I really do. It's so expensive that people are going not going to play eleven thousand. Yep. And if we like Derek Carr this much, you know, like why aren't we we sitting here on the, on the rafters and saying, "Hey, we should definitely be playing uh, Dalvin Cook." Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it just to me, it makes sense. I don't know. Does it make sense if to you? you? Yeah. Like people are going to get drove off of his price. I think Dalvin Cook can I, score again. I, what now. I think about Carolina. And why their pass defense – I mean, their run defense is so poor is because their pass defense is pretty good. Uh, they got two great corners on either side of the ball, so Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson will be limited. We'll talk about that more when it comes to wide receivers. You know, who knows if Thielen's going to play. We all know that controversy of what's going on with the COVID test, but um, we'll see what Dalvin Cook does because they're going to need to run him. You know, they're going to start the offense with Dalvin Cook, and I can see him getting another two touchdowns. Um, if he can significantly be better than Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry, you know, you got a winner there. Um, you know, I'm not sold on Alvin Kamara this week. You know, Nick Chubb, you know, we saw Kareem Hunt take a lot of the goal line carries, which is scary for me to pay 8400 for someone that we don't know is going to get these goal line carries. He has been killing it on the run game, but we'll see. Um, I will be pain a little for Nick Chubb, but I'm still a little weary because he can do so well in the open field, get tackled at the 10-yard line, get sidelined, 
Kareem Hunt comes in and scores the ball. Now they got the same amount of points, if not more, for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I'm I'm totally in agreement with you. Um, I think that it's it's kind of goes without saying that Dalvin Cook's probably going to get those goal line yeah. carries if uh, we don't see Thielen off the COVID list. Mm. And for that reason, I'm, I'm, I think his price is going to be just where it needs to be. Um, and so for that reason, I'm interested mm-hmm. in playing him. But for any other reason besides that, you know, if he's out, if uh, and by if, I mean Thielen, if he's out, then we know that um, we will know that uh, Jefferson becomes the chalk, which is fine. Like he deserves to be mm-hmm. the chalk, you know, like. It's it's just such a smash spot for him, and there's no reason why he won't be. Um, and so I'm kind of interested in playing uh, – I'm kind of interested in playing Jefferson regardless. If Thielen's in, I think you can stack Cousins, Jefferson, and Thielen. But if he's out, then I think you're going to have a, a tougher time trying to sell me on – um, playing Jefferson. So that's my whole thing on that. Um, but if you're looking to have some leverage play off of Cook, if you think uh, that he's not going to be the chalk, which he's probably going to be the chalk, right? I mean, we're sitting here and we're saying, like, you know, he's probably going to have some ownership drived off of him, but he's probably going to be in the 20% of lineups. Uh, I don't have, you know, a doubt in my mind, even though he failed last week. Like the payoff is price point. I mean, he's got 22 points, but that's right around what you would expect for a guy that's 10K. Um, so he's going up against an even better matchup than Dallas. I think you you got to go to Dalvin, but there is leverage points that you can go to. Yeah, definitely. So I, I do think uh, Dalvin will probably be amongst the chalky players. Um, who else do you think is going to be chalk in this slate? Uh, I would probably say Kamara would be chalk, assuming he plays. Um, and Derek. I also, because I'm seeing a FanDuel announcement, <laughs> Nick Chubb, a key stud to build around, right? I, I think that's yep. going to make him very chalk, chalk too. Um, so it's like, you do you go contrarian with Kareem Hunt at 6,600. He's still getting carries, and he's still getting goal line carries. I mean, that's definitely something to consider. Um, I don't know yet. You know, I'm still trying to figure that out, but I'm not sold on this Cleveland backfield, even though they're going up against Jacksonville, who's just horrible, and they're going to run the ball down their throat because they don't need to pass against these guys. So, you know, I, I, it's definitely going to be interesting to me to see who's going to be in what situation, especially in a game like this, where they're going to establish a run quick more than they even usually do. Yeah. Um, I just think that anyone against Jacksonville is going to be – you're going to yeah. want to play them, right? So anyone against Jacksonville is worth playing um, to me. I think – I am more interested in, um, you know, a couple of these other running backs uh, of note. I think that you, if you're going to look at the top end spends, I, I think that they're good. They're definitely not going to fail. But, um, I mean, I, I'd like to play uh, Giovanni yeah. Bernard, assuming that he plays. 
Um, he was limited this week. And if he's out, then that gives you uh, a free square to play one of the other running backs that's on the Bengals. Because, I mean, the Giants have had a – aren't the best defense. And so with a backup quarterback, usually – correct me if I'm wrong, but they have to run the ball. You know, it's it's not like a like a uh, kind of a I don't know how to say it, but um, it's not like a a given, so to yeah. speak, that the backup quarterback is going to come in yeah. and be successful. So for that reason, I think that I am interested in playing Giovanni Bernard, assuming that he's healthy, uh, assuming there are a couple other things. But yeah, I'm interested in playing him. I am very, very, very interested in playing, um, you know, Josh Jacobs if he is available as a, uh, you know, I think Las Vegas needs him oh, to be successful. Uh, John Grin loves Josh get, Jacobs. Yeah, well, I, They're going to use him in any matchup. Him. But let me – in any matchup, any yep. situation, and Atlanta is bad on defense, and this is going to be a yep. point-scoring fest. Um, so if we're assuming that you know Derek Carr is, is going to be great, let, let's let's pivot and say let's say the Raiders mm-hmm. are going to be great in scoring points this week. So um, Josh Jacobs, the last three weeks has scored a touchdown, and I think yeah. that continues this week. Although that's not really a yeah. hot take, so I do like him. And he's, I mean, he's priced at eight K. Eight K is very very yeah. manageable for you to try and and fill around your lineups and and try to create something that is you know really special and and have some correlation so um while we're talking running backs uh i want to know you know what what is the best running back and defense stack because that's that's kind of an important thing and let's talk about stacks okay. in general how are you stacking <clears throat> yeah um i know I, the first defense that pointed out to me you know we could talk about it later but was the giants defense you know, if I want if I want to pay up somewhere, you know, I think a great defense to play with. I mean, a great running back to play with the Giants defense would obviously be Wayne Gallman. They're using him more and more. Um, I like him in that situation. Um, I think it's definitely something to monitor. But you know, that's a little bit of a contrarian stack. Uh, but obviously, I might take this right from your thoughts, Matt. But is Ahmed and the Miami defense? Yeah, I think that's if he plays. Um, I think that's the best stack by far. They're playing the Jets. You know, Miami has been one of the best defenses. Um, and then I know there's a couple more out there, so I'll leave them with you if you want to point on it. And if you don't point on it, then I'll just come back to me and I'll tell you. I like yeah. Ahmed this week. I I think I mentioned yeah. him previously, but um, yeah, I, I like him this week. But uh, I, I think that he is... If if he's out, that just gives you just yeah. a slew of people that you should try to go and play. Um, the thing is about Salvador Ahmed, um, and I kind of wanted to stress this. I think it's over for him because Miles Gaskin returned to Uh-oh. practice this week. So if you if you look at it from the perspective of okay. If Miles Gaskin gets ruled in this week, <laughs> you just have yeah. to go and play Miles Gaskin. You got to go play all the Miles Gaskin this week at 5 6. He's so cheap. That's your free square right there of the week. So, um, 
yeah, I, I think you got to monitor that situation. If they announce him, um, if they announce an in or out, you know, that, that, so that what they're saying is, says, um, um, he might not be cleared right away for week 12. So it's looking more on the not as much. Yeah, he's, he's outside, outside looking okay. in, not inside looking out. Hey. But he was activated, and he's going to be practicing. They're going to take him off IR. So um, will he be ready? I don't know. I think it's a very similar situation to off Neckler right now. Yeah, I think it's very similar to Austin. I, I hope Austin Eckler gets cleared off IR because then I can have a clear-cut right. running back for the Chargers that we can play. Yeah, Eckler has also returned. It's kind of like the biggest yeah. thing for me. Yeah. So, definitely interesting. Which is, that'll, that'll be big, but uh, um, I think – Yeah, I was going to say, go I mean, I know you might be talking about it, might not. We talked about Cleveland. I think if you're looking, if you spend down on Derek Carr, if you spend down on – just other guys like Teddy Bridgewater, I think a good stack to have would be possibly Cleveland and Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. I think that's another great stack. Cleveland played phenomenal, and I think they're going to keep moving through that. Um, and then if you really want, I'm still not sold on Kamara, but Kamara on the Saints too. Yeah. I'm sold on Kamara. Kamara could go off any <laughs> given day, but I'm I sold just, on Kamara. I, I say it's such a good spot. And he only got 10 points. That's disappointing for me. Um, I think that had a lot to do with Taysom Hill. Instead of dumping it off to Kamara, he used his legs um, and ran. So, you know, Breeze can't do that. So that's where his dump offs were too. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, this game, tougher defense. What will Taysom Hill do? What will Sean Payton tell him to do? How will Alvin Kamara be used? I personally do not know in this situation. He's going to get his touches, but he does get a lot of his points off reception. He does. But at the same time, I think that uh, Taysom Hill is one of those one-off quarterbacks that yeah. you could play. Um, but if you're, you, if you're interested in Kamara, you should be interested in this game in general. Um, and I don't know about you, but have you watched Denver football yeah. the last couple of weeks? I know Drew Log. Yeah, they Drew Locke not was bad. Horrible. Against, I, I've been sitting here and I forget who it was specific. Uh, who they play two weeks ago? I'm blanking. They played yes. Atlanta two weeks ago, and he okay, so he was. But their defense has the played game, well, and then the second half, yes. and fourth quarter. That's what I'm saying. Is like if you're if you're looking at that game and you're interested in in Taysom Hill and you're interested in, in Kamara, which I kind of am, I think because of the ownership play, I don't ah, think Matt, they play played Taysom Las Hill, Vegas. and Las that's Vegas. a mistake. And then Atlanta, they the played week Las before. Vegas the last week yeah. or two weeks ago. Yeah, oh, Atlanta was three weeks, but still, I I think um, they have been a pretty becoming more consistent of a football team, um, and if that's the case then I'm kind of in for playing some of these uh, Denver dudes. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't get excited about it. I don't get, you know, thrilled. But Melvin Gordon had 15 carries, and he had two rushing touchdowns. It's huge. But they, they are going up yeah. against a tough run defense. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of interested yeah. in playing some Denver people. Um, 
But uh, I think that's yeah, all well, I have. I just have back one more. Except um, for my. I'd say is James Robinson. Look out for him. I, I know they're going to need him. They're going to need to establish a run somehow with Mike Lennon at the quarterback position. So running, running, establishing the run and dumping off, I'm going to see him utilize a lot. And that's why I like him as well. But not the number one spot for me, though, by no means. But other than that, I'm, I'm good with running back. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'll give you my uh, oh, yeah, Bert, sleeper running back play of the sleeper week. Sleeper value it's running patented. back. Where is it? It's boy, it could be not value. I'm just saying the sleeper running back because I, I played uh, a ton of uh, yeah. Zeke last week and it worked out. Bert sleepers uh, fairly let's, well. Let's hear so, um, my Bert sleeper running back for the week is going to be Clyde okay. Edwards Blair. Love it. I don't think very many are, many people are going to play him. They're going yep. to play Patrick Mahomes. Um, but if we've seen anything about this KC offense, they give the ball to the running backs on the goal line. So uh, if they're going to be handing the ball off to Clyde Edwards Clare on the goal line, and if he's going to get 15 touches, he's only 6'7", and that saves you a ton of money uh, playing a quality running back to go and play. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Love it. So that's my sleeper running back. Move on to wide out. Um, and so let's move move on the wide receivers. I think the chalk this week goes without saying it's probably going to be uh, Hopkins, Hopkins. Just because yeah. you, you're looking at the top. Yep. Hopkins, Allen. Um, I think Hill is not yep. going to be chalked because he's so expensive. But then again, these guys. I think that wide receiver is becoming less and less chalky mm-hmm. at the top. Because there's so much value. Um, when we get down lower, yeah, like there's so much. You know, when you got a guy like, thank you for finally. You know, I I don't love him in this spot, but I know one that I was a little annoyed at with Sandal was they kept disrespecting Deontay Johnson. He was the clear cut best receiver, most target share out of all those three receivers, and he was still he was tied with Claypool and Juju was still the guy. Um, you know, no respect, but there's a ton of value is what I'm trying to say down there. Um, Little rant, but still, <laughs> there's a lot of value down there. There's a ton of value. I I, I think uh, in terms of the value spots, I think we can head a little bit there. It you know all this kind of depends on um, you know a few things. There's a questionable Atlanta wide receivers. Adam Thielen, if he gets off the COVID yeah. list, well, he did. Um, the, the reason I was saying controversy earlier is because. He had he tested negative yesterday or today, so he could very well get off that. So I don't know if he's. That's what yeah. So then that means that we're we're sitting here and saying Jefferson is chalked. He might not be chalked, but let me tell you something. Michael Thomas is seven seven, and he got twelve targets last game. Yeah. So Michael Thomas is the perfect one-off receiver. Um, he's also perfect if you want to, um, if you want to play him, uh, if you want to play him with Taysom Hill, with Kamara. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, hey. I you know Thomas is starting to. We we know he's Taysom Hill's favorite receiver as of right now, and I don't think that's going to change at all. Um, I think seven seven is very very low for him, and it's something that we're going to look at. You know, I think he can do really well in the position he's at. Um, 
A guy I wanted to look at more in the value realm um, is, once again, we're talking about the Giants. I love Darius Slayton in this matchup. You know, he's one of those big play receivers. I think Cincinnati is, you know, their defense is not that great, and they can give up a lot of yards to passing. I can see him getting a couple big plays. I really, really like the position he's in. Do I stack him with Daniel Jones? Is that like my favorite play by far? Not really. But I see him as a one-off receiver, a fill-in receiver, or definitely someone you could push in if you have a really expensive stack or going to spend high on running backs. Um, I really like him there. We were talking about Curtis Samuel. He's another great play in that position. And then also one more uh, is Mike Williams. I really do, you know, Keenan Allen's chalk, yes, we know, but he's going to have a tough Josh Norman matchup. You know, I think they're going to be dueling it out over there. You know, Keenan Allen's a bad matchup. We know where Herbert's going to go to next, and that's Mike Williams. And Mike Williams has been a beast recently. I think he's a phenomenal player. I think they're going to use him a lot, especially in the end zone when Josh Norman's going to be all over Keenan Allen. So I really like that spot at 6-1. He was a little more – He they bumped him up $200, I think it was. So, you know, he had seven targets, four receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. So, I think that continues. Yeah, I, I think that continues as well. Um, I think we, we've already talked about uh, mm-hmm. how much we like Devontae <clears throat> Parker. Uh, but I want to go back to that real quick and say that he should be – uh, a guy that you're going to want to target. The Jets are 30th against the pass. Um, if you want to stack him and Fitzpatrick, I could give mm-hmm. you another Dolphins wide receiver. Or you could play Gilles- mm-hmm. Gelsecki, uh, who was pretty good in the very beginning of the year. Yeah. You just have to go back and look at the very beginning of this year and see who yeah. was Fitz's favorite target. And, well, the, the easy answer is, is through the first six weeks, uh, Devontae Parker was one of them. Um, and Gosecki with two. So that gives you a stack right there that's going to be unique, and it's going to be cheap yeah. enough that you can put in Dalvin Cook. So um, for that reason, I'm interested in playing Devontae Parker. Uh, I think that we saw Jacoby Myers not get as good of a game uh, against Houston, and he was very, very chalky um, to begin with, and they had a lot of depth come back from wide receiver, obviously. but. Um, I think that that game is going to be high scoring. So if, if it's going to be high scoring and they're going to have, you know, some interest in uh, that game, I think look no further than Jacoby Myers um, to have a pretty decent game and uh, go back to his usual ways of catching balls and throwing them and, and being yeah. utilized. Uh, I, I like Jacoby Myers a lot, especially Nikhil Harry is going to take a lot of the Patrick Patterson or Patrick Peterson treatment. Um, if he plays, which I'm pretty sure he will be. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, I I know Kansas City's, you know, has a decent defense, you know, fourth best, you know, so pretty good defense. Um, you know, I, Mike Evans is still one of those guys. You know, he's had a tough matchup probably every single week for the last, like, five weeks, which just sucks because you're getting guys like Keenan Allen that has phenomenal matchups <laughs> in the last five, six weeks. So, um I think, you know, Mike Williams, I mean, sorry, Mike Evans, they're going to target him. You know, they need him to do well in this matchup. Do I think he's 7,100? No. You know, I don't think he's worth that right now. Um, Godwin at 7,400. I mean, this is just, you know, you got to really pick with these Tampa Bay receivers. And 
I've always been a Mike Evans guy, but you know, Chris Godwin can be in a great spot too, especially with a lot of people veering over towards Evans against that Tampa Bay offense. Um, and I know we talked about DJ Moore. Um, I still think we don't sleep on Stephon Diggs either. So those are the guys. Um, and then obviously Ridley and Julio is going to be chalked. I think, uh, I think you got to wait to see what their injury de- designation is. Um, they're both questionable. So um, I'm monitoring those two guys. I think they're both great plays. And I think we talked earlier about Aguilar and Ruggs, big high-risk, high-reward plays as well. Yeah, I, I think we went over yeah. a little bit of wide receivers and quarterbacks. So with that, I mean, you got, you got anyone else? Um, or are we going to move to I, tight ends? I mean, uh, I think that I am kind of interested uh, in <laughs> – no one else love it. The tight ends, it is. <laughs> I would. So tight ends, it is. I was going to go over uh, a little bit of the Raiders. That leads you perfectly uh, passing to tight ends, right? I, th- I think that you can. That leads you perfectly to tight ends, and and it starts and ends with Darren Waller. No question. It's just, it's his team. It's it's his like, look, you're getting a wide receiver, a, a very high end wide receiver production for uh, a tight end position that has been yep. very scarce. Not very many points have been scored from tight ends uh, this year in general. We, we've seen that, okay, you can play Travis yeah, Kelsey. He's always a guy that you got to play. Travis Kelsey, you know? too, everyone would. Yeah. He's always but a you're good. looking 900. Yeah, you got to play him. Darren Waller. Similar like, production. Ah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Waller's 7,100. And Kelsey's 8,000. Yes, we know Kelsey's the better tight end. Kelsey's – yeah. Look, like Kelsey's great. Like, let, let me tell you something. That's paying for yeah. an actual stud wide receiver for 8,000. So Kelsey's great too. I wouldn't play yeah. anyone below those two really. Like I'm, we're sitting here being like we're the GPP mm-hmm. guys and th- that's what we're, we're trying to make our name for ourselves with. God, go play Kelsey and Waller and, and have a day. Because below Gronk, yeah. Gronk is 6'2". Everyone's super excited about all this and that. And it's like, yeah. no, don't don't get cute here. I mean, you can go and play yeah. Hunter Henry is probably the GPP pick. He's going to be the one that you're going to want to play um, yeah. besides those two. Yeah. But, I mean, like, just don't get cute at tight end this week. There's not really a lot of you know yeah. places that you can – Go to really. You can play Noah mm-hmm. Fant. You can play Evan Ingram. But do you really feel either one of those two guys besides you know, Waller? The highest Kelsey. point total Evan Ingram's gotten in a single game based on his game log, thirteen points. Highest game. Like yeah, that's what. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> we. You're going to. We're going to get all excited about a tight end yeah. scoring six points or like five points. No, like no. no, I want my tight end. You know what the same for Hunter Henry. Fifteen. You know, I, I want. I want. I, to have... I think Hunter Henry still do for a big day, but you know, I don't know if I can trust it. Um, the only other guy I can think about, and if you want, this is a spend low. Like if you don't have any money for a tight end, you're doing a really expensive stack. Is possibly, and I mean just possibly, is Austin Hooper. Um, fifty-one hundred. You know, he's starting to get more targets. He got five targets last week. Um, 
three receptions for 33 yards. They saw him in the end zone probably two or three times that he could have caught the ball. So I think that's another tight end to look at if you need to save money. Um, if you're, if you like Waller and Kelsey play those guys, but I'm saying, let's say you, you just don't have a good feeling about them and that's okay. Um, the other two guys, you know, you could spend low at tight end and try and spend higher at wide receivers, but that would be the only low tight end I would even look at. Maybe Jordan Reed. <clears throat> I, I, I'm not, I, I don't get excited. I mean, Jordan Reed is probably going yeah. to have, I mean, he's questionable right now. He's with the illness. Yeah. So. Who knows what that means at this point? But yeah. anyone below Mike Jacecki, yeah. I'm not. I, I really am not going to play. And the only reason why I'm I'm bringing up Mike Jacecki is because very early on in the season, I mean, he had a, a day against Buffalo that had yeah. 11 targets, yeah. and then that was with Fitz. So he's had a 23 yeah. point day and 11 point day. So if he comes anywhere close to those, I am super interested in playing Mike Jacecki. Uh, with Fitz being back. So um, I think uh, yeah. you, you guys kind of have to plan around maybe not stacking the tight end, mm-hmm. but having some sort of game correlation. Like if you're interested in playing Darren Waller, right, and you're stacking him with whoever, yeah. you got to run it back with some of these Atlanta guys. Um, and if you're interested in Kelsey, you got to go and play uh, yeah. a Tampa Bay person with you as well. So. I think just think about your tight end spot and being correlated to what you think the game theory is, you know? So if Dalvin cook's going to run it a million times, right. That probably means that Carolina is going to throw the ball a million times because they're playing catch up. Um, So that kind of thing, you just got to think about it. So uh, with that being said, uh, my, my advice. And so that gets us to defense and hot takes. Uh, so defense this week, you've already touted yep. um, Miami. So I, I think I won't mm-hmm. steal that one from you, but that was going well, to be mine. If but you want I will say to take Miami, Saints. that's fine. You know, uh, I, I yeah. might want to save a little and go with my Giants. Backup quarterback, Giovanni Bernard might be <laughs> out. You know, the Giants defense is weakness. Our weakness is the run game. You know, we don't give up a lot of points. Well, we gave up a lot of points in the run game, but we're top 10 or I think it was top six in defense against the pass. So especially if Giovanni Bernard's out, I think the Giants match up really well here. I think they can get some good, good plays on defense, definitely. So I like the Giants 4-3. I don't know if I'm going to spend lower than 4-3 this week. I just don't see anything. Maybe Arizona. I know you like Cam. Um, but Cam can maybe get a couple turnovers, maybe. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game for Cam, but I think Arizona can squeak by, get a couple points there. But other than that, I don't really know. Um, anything other than 4,000 or lower, I don't think I'll be diving down there. Uh, I, I think, you know, diving down. <laughs> but the dumpster the has dumpster. gold in it. You can t- so remember you Carolina uh, play. I, that was 3,500, I think. That's what's going to win you games, especially if, you know, that's why Miami at 5,000 is great, but they got to be the top defense. They got to beat any other defense below 4,000 by at least 5 to 10 points. So um, that's always my, like, thoughts with defense. Well, well look, look. 
Look, I'll break it down for you. For for anyone that is interested in playing, you know, cheap defenses this week, because you're sitting there and saying, okay, I want to play Cook and I want to play all these expensive people. Look no further oh. than the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Okay. It's probably going to be a low. Look, look, look. Hold on, hold on, Nick. Nick I know I just, I'm not to step on your toes or anything, but I think that's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. Correct know, me if I'm wrong. Honestly, right? it, it depends on all how the Giants' offense plays because I know their defense is going to do well. Um, I know they're going to stop Cincinnati, but yeah, it could very well be a low-scoring game. Let me let me ask you. The Giants how or the well Bengals? Do you think they're going to play. Look, I think the Giants offense the is Giants progressing. Offense, because... Not saying they're going to do great, but they're progressing. Um, you know, a couple guys make a good play. You know, who knows? Okay. Why well, I, I already said I already said from the beginning that I like Giovanni Bernard, and mm-hmm. I think that we're trying to correlate some stacks here, right? So I kind of like the Bengals and Giovanni Bernard, like. If you think I'm wrong or crazy, go ahead. But like, it's definitely that, not a crazy play. I'll tell you that. It's definitely not a crazy. As a Giants play, fan, I need to know sure. this. Um, I think it's that it's a similar pair to what I was talking about with Arizona. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to have a bad day, but I think Cincinnati can maybe force a couple turnovers, um, and you know do well in that situation, uh, and maybe even the defense, New York defense, right, scores a touchdown that has no correlation with the Cincinnati defense maybe on one point because of the extra point so I do like the play I think you're saving money if you go to 3800 and you know me I'm always big on saving money when it comes to defenses so I don't I don't hate the play by no means it's just against my Giants right so you gotta hate it a little <laughs> I mean you, get, you gotta hate it a little bit always but uh the, the top stack Defense and running back is. I think when you look at top stack. Who is it, Nick? For you. Just because the running back is way better than any other running back defense combination, and it's an expensive one, I really do like you take whether you like Chubb or um, Punt and stack it with the Browns defense against Jacksonville and Mike Glennon. <laughs> um, I think that would be the most expensive, yet I think that's the most valuable. Um, and then I was talking about the Giants, too. Uh, that would be my backup, second, Gallman and the Giants, team. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to – that's what I was going to um, to put. I think uh, – yeah, I, I think that is what I was going to say, but I also wanted to uh, point out that yeah. Minnesota and Cook, if you're interested – I am kind of interested in that and seeing because we talked about mm-hmm. the Carolina stack and whatnot. You know, if you're not, if you're opposed to doing that, then why don't you play a Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. defense um, and then figure out, you know, I think the perfect lineup would be one that stacks. Uh, let me see if this works. You talk for a second. Yeah, uh, about we can do who your hot takes are. We can do hot takes. I try to build this uh, lineup know. out. You, you know I'm going to say this because it's my Giants. But I think, you know, my quarterback hot take for sure is I think Daniel Jones gets us 20 points, 20 fantasy points um, against the Bengals. I, I really like that play. Um, I think he's in a good position. I think Daniel Jones still has a lot to prove. 
and they're chasing for that division title as crazy as it sounds right at three three and seven he's chasing so they're gonna have an extra push there so i really like that daniel jones at 20 plus points for this week um i really do think my wide receiver call is going to be in that value position um i you know i think mike williams has a better day than keenan allen that that's also a hot take uh i still like my daniel jones call more and uh third i know we got kelsey and then we got waller i think waller finishes the tight end one this week so we're going as a you know a tier system <laughs> waller is pretty uh stable but i think the tight end one spot i think can go to him this week he just has a lot more opportunity travis kelsey on any given day can go off but i think if patrick mahomes finds like a tyree kill or any of his weapons Nicole Hardman, Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, so any of those three guys, you know, they can go off too. But that's why I like as the tight end one. So those are my three hot takes. Um, Matt, I'll push it over to you. Did you get the information you needed? Yeah, I. so I was able to nice. create a, a pretty nice lineup um, that revolves around a Las Vegas nice. stack in Dalvin Cook in the Vikings defense. So I, I it's definitely possible. And I'm looking at this, but let, let me let me throw this out there. This will be my hot take that this could win, you know, a ton of money this week. Um and I'll give it to the people. If you're listening, you know, <laughs> we'll give you a free square. Las Vegas stack uh with Aguilar and Waller. Um and run it back with Julio, Dalvin Cook, and the Minnesota Vikings defense, uh, Salvador Ahmed, and Giovanni Bernard, and with Rashad Higgins. I think that that is a pretty solid game theory lineup, and you should construct stuff like this because um, Las Vegas and Atlanta are playing each other, probably going to be high scoring. You want to run it back with both teams. Um, If you think Dalvin Cook's going to be really good, you should pair him with the defense. Rashad Higgins, we've already talked about Cleveland. Um, and on my gut theory is Giovanni Bernard and Salvador Ahmed are both super cheap, so you can afford both of them. But that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but my hot takes are going to be that uh, you, for the first time this week, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is my first hot take. Um Obviously, he's going to have a pretty productive day uh, against Tampa Bay. But my my biggest hot take is that, you know, we sit here and we talk about stacks all the time. But this is kind of the first week where I don't think you need a quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver stack. You may only need a quarterback, wide receiver. Um, And for that reason, I think that that's pretty big hot take because this entire season, you've been looking over the winning lineups of everything. It's included uh, quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver, or quarterback, wide receiver, opposing wide receiver, that kind of thing. Um, so for the first time this week, you can play a quarterback as a one-off. Uh, there's a lot of really good options this week. Taysom Hill is, is one of them that you could just throw him and uh, Michael Thomas in the lineup together. That might be actually a really solid lineup. Um, Dependent upon the Cal, uh, Kamara news, that's how chalky it will be. Um, but yeah, awesome. I think I think that well, yeah. that's I mean, nothing else for me. Is there anything else from you? 
Yeah. Nope. Yeah, this is kind of a scrambled a together week, right? You know, Black Friday today. Yeah. You know, get out there, start shopping, and then come home, construct your daily fantasy lineups, and win some money on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Make sure you're reading those injury news. It's really important this week. Okay. So. No, we're all good. Yeah. Nope. I, I, have a good I weekend. I don't have anything else. You got anything else? Peace out. All right.